Hello, you're listening to the Ambition Podcast. I'm Ellen Buchan, Insights and Communications Executive at AMBA BJ. Today on the podcast, I spoke to Jimena Aliman, who is the winner of the Entrepreneur of the Year Award as for AMBA and BJ Excellence Awards 2022, which took place in January 2022. She won for her company, Promoteo Open Banking. We spoke all about her entrepreneurial journey, as well as her MBA programme and the advice she would give to any future entrepreneurs. Here's that conversation. So to start off with, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your career, please? So my name is Simena Aleman. I am co-founder and co-CEO of Prometeo. Prometeo is the largest open banking platform in Latin America. Um, I majored in journalism for a couple of years, uh, work in the media industry, first as a journalist and then creating a digital platform for newspapers. Um, That was my first intrapreneurial experience because I was building that inside another company. Um, I left that job, started my own company with my co-founders into the fintech space. Um, It was our first startup uh, seven years ago. It was a digital wallet. We pivoted three times uh, up until Prometeo. So for the last seven years of my life, I have been building fintech solutions across Latin America. And for the last three years of my life, I have been pioneering open banking adoption in the region. And the reason we're here today is to speak to you because you won the Entrepreneur of the Year Award at the AMBA and BGA Excellence Awards 2022. So can you tell me, I know you talked about that a little bit, but can you tell me in a little bit more detail about your company? Okay, so Prometeo, it's an open banking platform. Basically, open banking is an innovation trend uh, disrupting the financial sector, which basically what implies is that um, though the banking information that a user has in the bank, it's inside the banking banking core system. Um, From a regulatory perspective, that information belongs to the user. So the user has to have the ability to um, provide that information to uh, to other financial institutions so that other financial institutions can provide this user uh, with better financial products and services so users can have a better uh, financial experience. Um, Basically, uh, this was born in the UK um it was aimed to create more transparency and competition within the financial sector that that across the globe is uh, structurally a very conservative uh, sector or, or industry um so basically what regulators were were trying to create was a, a, a more open ecosystem within the banking sector um this trend, of course, that it's it has been um, quite disruptive in in regions as, as Europe and, of course, in in the UK, but especially in um, regions like Latin America or the Southeast Asia, uh, it's aimed to have like a, a huge impact uh, in Latin America. As a brief overview. Um, 
between 50 and 70% of the population is um, financially excluded. Uh, this means that they don't have, ac uh, don't have access to a bank account. 90% um, of the small and medium businesses uh, don't have access to credit. 70% of the transactions are still cash-based. Um, so there's an enormous opportunity for fintech solutions to jump into, this, into the financial sector uh, to attend this um, hugely unserved uh, population. You know? um, so there's a, an enormous gap to, to be solved here in terms of um, financial needs and financial products and services addressing the needs of the people in Latin America. You are passionate about having more women in leading roles in fintech. What do you think needs to happen for this to be achieved? I'm really passionate about this, of course. Um, I think that uh, something that strikes about Latin America uh, is that it's one of the regions that where more women are jumping in, into the space and creating solutions, you know, like three times more than perhaps other places like Europe or the US. Um, so I, I'm glad that we are having like this ratio uh, where I think it, it, that I think it's of, of course great. And I'm more than um, committed to <laughs> impulse more women into jumping to, to, the, to the FinTech space. Um, I think that all the financial tools that we use right now, you know, like all the financial tools that are available in the world were built by men. Um, so I think that there's an enormous opportunity for women to understand um, what products and services haven't been built yet and can attend the particular needs of other women. You know, uh, and I think that there's an enormous opportunity there for women to to capitalize, you know, like th their experience as financial consumers. Um, and at the same time, I think that there's an enormous opportunity uh, for diverse teams to approach the financial solutions that are still that are available and the gaps where there aren't any solutions still built, uh, and to approach the financial problems that we have as, uh, as yes, from this diversity, you know? Uh, I am really curious about how the financial future will, will look like, you know, once we have in place tools that have been developed uh, from a more open and diverse perspective. Incredible. Um, so to move on to talk to you a little bit more about your MBA, why did you choose to complete an MBA program in the first place? So I majored in journalism and after a couple of years, I realized that I loved it, of course, uh, but I was like, I wanted to be on the other side, you know, like uh, I wanted to be uh, building something and not just kind of witnessing it. Like uh, I, I loved hearing the fantastic stories of amazing entrepreneurs or businessmen that were building great things. Um, and at one point that became really inspiring for me. So I wanted to be in the other side of the table, you know, like I was the, I wanted to be the one building something. So it, it was kind of complex for me to find out how to, how I could transition 
from my position as a journalism as a journalist uh to like a businesswoman you know like um it was it was not an easy an easy path for me um from a theoretical point of view you know like i i didn't know how to approach that transition um so i left my show as a journalist a journalist and went to work for this publishing house that wanted to create a, a digital spin-off uh, and i was in charge of building that spin-off which was kind of logic because it was uh, in in my area of expertise uh, and it was a great step towards what I wanted to, to do. And once I was there and I started to play with uh, the different um, tools and methodologies of the startup world, you know, like um, MVP, lean methodologies, like the Canva of After Worlder, um, once that I got to understand all of these methodologies, uh, I was like, okay, uh, this is really interesting and perhaps there are more tools that I don't know about and um, that could, could help me uh, when I'm trying to build something from scratch. Uh, so how can I find those tools? So I went to my university, which was ORT. Um, I just wanted to see which was the offer into in terms of uh, postgraduate studies. And I found out that um, or had uh, in that time um, a master uh, for managing tech companies. And I really loved that, you know. Um, later, that uh, postgraduate um, title became an MBA with a specialization in tech, in, in tech companies and in global businesses. Um, and that was the, the MBA uh, that I took, you know. Um, and for me, it was super useful in terms of the tools that it gave me um also the ability to deep dive into the different areas of the business that i was trying to build and always have um great feedback from professors from other colleagues other other students in in the mba you know like i always tried that my papers or whatever assignment i had to do it was related to prometeo uh, and that turned out to be really really helpful um so i think that um going that direction you know and, and taking the active decision of making the the MBA studying the MBA it, it was a, a great step into my professional development what advice would you give someone who's thinking about completing an MBA program I always give this advice especially to women but I think that it applies to anyone um, I think that we are pretty much used to invest in things you know like invest in cars or invest in houses or properties or savings you know um, but for me I've always tried to invest in myself um, and I think paying my own English lessons, paying my own university, then paying English lessons, then the, the MBA, you know. Um, I think like for me, it has always 
that has been always a great investment. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, and I can take all the responsibility about it, you know, like making it and then how it performs. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, it's something that I always recommend, you know, like um, don't hesitate to invest in yourself uh, because I think that you are your best tool. So, yeah, that would be my advice. What do you think was your most important learning from doing your MBA? I learned many things that were from a professional perspective, turned out to be really useful, you know, like, uh, well, I mentioned, you know, um, how tech enabled businesses have different set of rules that um, other kind of businesses and, and that for me was always so impressive uh from 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 like the first lessons into the mba into later what became my life which is basically building fintech in in latin america um then i think that i actually remember um one advice that one of the teachers gave me um once uh we ha- we were having a a seminar in I think it was negotiation and um, decision-making, something like that. Um, I don't remember the exact uh, title of the assignment, but then uh, she said something that I always remember, which was, uh, you don't get what you serve, you get what you are able to negotiate. And for me, it was like, wow, really impactful, you know, um, because sometimes you get frustrated by what you are receiving, but it's just that you are not being able to negotiate something better. Um, so just try to focus on, on what you are um, aiming to negotiate, you know, and how you are doing that, uh, which what I think it, it was great. So what is next for you in your career journey? We are, me and, and my co-founders, we are so proud of what we have built so far um, that we just want to see it grow, um, take it to, yeah, make it as, as big as possible, you know. Um, we really believe that infrastructure that we are creating in Latin America would have a fundamental role in, in the new financial sector, you know, like in, 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 in the new dynamics that we are seeing uh, and in the new behaviors that users are having and will have in the future. Um, and I think that everything, uh, of course, that will, uh, like every behavior will be related somehow with, uh, with tech and, and tech devices and tech uh, enablers. Um, so fintech infrastructure, it's a great tech enabler um, and a pretty necessary one. So I think that uh, the, the, the future in that sense look quite promising. Uh, we are pretty aware that other regions besides Latin America lack the same fintech infrastructure that we are providing. So for us, it's about, okay, how impactful we can be in Latin America, but then we can be in, in, in other regions and across the globe. So we want to see uh, Prometeo scale to other regions. Uh, and then I think that besides the product and the growth of our company, um, we are really, um, really proud of the team that we have built. And I always stress that 
I think that um, being an entrepreneur is a journey of self-discovery. Uh, but I think that at the same time, it's it's a path towards meaning, you know, and creating new meanings uh, around different things, you know. And for us at Prometeo, it's about creating new meanings um, towards work, you know, like uh, which are the dynamics that that we create, you know, how we can relate uh, in 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 a workplace. Um, what's the value of work, you know, how we provide meaning into that and we create more value. Um, uh, I think that uh, Latin America is going through a redefining process of different uh, institutions. And I think like the, the workplace is one of them. Um, and, and for us to, to create um, our own sense of uh, what work is um, for for people, you know, and how it can become a, a, a rewarding and happy experience. It's really really important. Uh, we always also stress that that we want that Prometeo becomes a synonym of excellent tech, you know, so that in the future, anyone coming from Prometeo to, to be hired in another company, you know, has a great uh, batch, you know, like a, a great background. Um, I think that it's really important for Latin America to have its own tags in terms of, or labels in terms of what's excellent, you know, um, and just not like just Google or Twitter, you know, like other places, um, other startups from LATAM can also become a synonym of excellence, like what's happening with Rappi, you know, or, or Newank. You just know that they have really capable and great people working. Um, so we want to build the same meaning towards Prometeo. And that's something that um, it's uh, becoming our focus. And I think that it's something that it's uh, quite uh, exciting to, to see in the future years. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Oeling. It was great uh, to be here and, and be able to chat with you and tell you a little bit more about Prometeo. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much to Jimena for being on the podcast. If you'd like more about leadership, head to www.associationremedies.com forward slash ambition and make sure to listen out for the next Ambition podcast. <laughs>